support for this episode of the CubeCast comes from Gordon Miller, and he wishes me a congrats on my blindfold success. Chris Hardwick, and he says, Happy cubing, everyone. Devin Core Robinet. Ryan Reese, he says, To all those ZBLO cubers, kudos on your accomplishment. It's pretty difficult. Also, he wants to know, is ZB worth it? And finally, Ronza V. Emeldrek. He says, you lost the game. Have a good weekend. Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the CubeCast podcast. My name is Andrew King, like always, and today I'm joined by my co-host, like always, Tom Barlow. Tom, how you doing, man? I'm pretty cool. I've got some cake that I'm just chomping through while I do this. Wait, did it, so, are you still on the cake binge that uh, from last yeah, week? Yeah. It's, it's, it's like been a, a month now, then. <laughs> I know. I've had so many different types. Like One of them was um, corn cake. It was like, you know... Um, Cornflakes. It was like a cake made out of cornflakes, and it had some jam in and stuff. What? It was awesome. I mean, how do you do? You just go to the bakery and just buy it, or do you just go to people's <laughs> no, no. birthday parties? It, it's, like, it's like happened randomly. At first, there was just like some some birthday parties, and then I was just like, oh, I'll just get some cake as well. Like <laughs> keep it going. And there's just been some knocking around. So, cake's good. Oh my gosh, for a straight <laughs> month. Alrighty. Um. Guess what? Since the last episode, what happened? Yeah, you got a success in blind somehow. Blind successu. That's that's what it's called. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was really funny reading the re- replies on the thread. Like, I- I'm surprised you managed to do it between the two episodes. I didn't think you'd put that much effort into it. You know, that's the thing. I've already had the groundwork set because yeah. um, before my QE's episode, I was already doing a uh, practice solves. You know, uh, oh, right. visual yeah, solves yeah. Sight. easily, sighted solves. And then um, the only thing that was left was to do the story method, the memo method. Yeah. And after I learned yeah. that, it was just like five attempts later. You and look so relieved on the video. It, it's such a pain in the butt. Yeah. People, well, if you just do it another thousand times and it'll be fine. It'll be fun after a thousand times. Oh, that's encouraging. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. But... um. I got all the other attempts on video, so I'll probably make a video of that too. Uh, like a compilation of your failures. Yeah, and I, I was really pissed on every single one of those. <laughs> I was so sure that I got it. Yeah, well, you had like, um, just, were they far off or just? Like, um, one of, one of them was two edges off in parody. Um, oh. one was one cycle, one, uh, edge cycle off. So and then the fourth one was two edges off too. So I think it was they were really close. Yeah. Sometimes I get the opposite to that when I'm doing blind. I get like I'll do a solve and I'm just like I put it down and think, oh, there's no way this is solved. I've made a mistake and I look at it and it's solved. <laughs> it's really um surprising. It's even better than when you do it and just think it's going to be done. The thing with story though, <clears throat> oh my throat. I make the most like random like images in my head. Yeah, it's I supposed to help the way you mate. Some of them I can't really repeat on the show, but you know, <laughs> yeah. That that's what um people who say like it makes it better to memo. That's what they recommend to do. Really? Just it sticks in your brain more. 
What happens when it comes up, when that image comes up in another solve? Like, two solves oh, later, you just think of it, I don't know. I don't really, I don't do story, so. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I got it, guys. Um, and uh, people are telling me to go blindfold Scube. You can go screw <laughs> yourselves. Yeah. I've never actually done that. Like, I was thinking of, um, I was speaking to Meep about making a method for it. But it's kind of like, you kind of had to speed blind it a bit first. Yeah. It's annoying. You know, I did the Facebook update. Like, I got this, I blindfolded a 3x3 three three or whatever. And Sarah Strong and Waffle, they posted constantly on my wall. And within <laughs> two minutes, they turned congratulations into you should do Scube. So, <laughs> yeah, that, that was disappointing. Oh, so this last video as well, it's probably worth noting that, you know, Mike Hughes talking about his uh, square one blinds? Yeah, I saw the video. He got an yeah, average, yeah. An average got of five? Five in a row. Yeah. So and, uh, He's got like uh, the tutorial on how he does it online now. Wow. Uh, it's just in the, where is it? It's in the blindfold section of the speed sol- solving forum. Dang, Mike Hughes is a beast. Which, while we're talking about the uh, forum, like, we should mention the new um, layout and stuff. Of course. Like, it's looking pretty slick and stuff. Like, pr- at first, the front page was a bit different. I didn't really like it. But, like, um, gradually after the change, they've sorted out all the little niggles and stuff, and it's, it's yeah. fine. Uh, I really like it. Yeah, uh, props to Patrick Kelly for doing that. Um, he's off, uh, If you guys don't know Patrick Kelly or PJK, uh, he's the owner of the site. And, uh, you know, it's really awesome that he's, you know, put a, put up a place that we can go and uh, troll all day and talk about Cuban. Yeah. yeah. And he's put <laughs> so much effort into it. What's up? He's put so much effort into it recently. Oh, my well. gosh, so much effort. He's going to be on the show, and uh, we'll talk about uh, what specific new features that we've missed and uh, stuff like yeah. that. It's going to be fun. Um, whatever. Yeah, uh, new speed solving. Oh, yeah. And since episode six, um, the Cubecast is now on iTunes. We're official. We've been approved. Yeah. What but, is that, how, What do you have to do to get approved? Like, um, you pretty much uh, there's the podcast feed, the RSS feed, yeah. and you pretty much submit that, and they review it, listen to the show, I guess, or something, and see oh, if it's cool. clean or not, and uh, <laughs> they. Uh, approved it. Um, you can now go to iTunes, search Cubecast podcast. It'll come up. Uh, give us a review and um, you know, oh, really? give us five stars. Oh, asking for reviews. Yeah, give us. I thought you said they gave us one. Uh, we already have five. Oh really? Yeah, five. Sweet. We have five five star ratings already, <laughs> oh, sick. and we have two reviews. We have two reviews up. Uh, I, I guess I want to give these two guys credits. One of them is by Potion Master. And uh, he says, this is a great Cuban podcast. The guests are well-known and excellent, which is nice for the listeners because they get to learn about different notable Cubers. And yeah. uh, they say we're up to date and then we sound good together, very knowledgeable, you know. We have nice flow. General praise, yeah, which is nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, just- and then the uh, Potion Master, that was him. And then uh, the uh, second guy was Agent Geek. What a cool neck. Yes, someone with that name would listen to our show, obviously. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He suggests that we should make the episodes shorter. Now, that's the thing. 
um, we Tom and I have been debating this for a while, and it seems like 80 percent of people want the shows longer, and then twenty percent want it shorter. And now the art, now what I say with people who want it shorter, just I guess listen to it in separate seatings. Yeah. Well, the problem is when we record it, it's not like we can like, oh, uh, let's not talk about that just to. Um, like make the show shorter because like otherwise we just have to talk about it next week and it'd cram up next week's episode. Yeah, we try but, to um, we try to stick to a ninety minute ish thing and we try our best to make our content reflect that. But sometimes we just do go over. Cause, yeah, it's because uh, you get um, focused on talking about one thing and just go too far into it or whatever. Yeah, and then you then don't just, really want to just go like. Uh, Let's just stop talking because we're using up too much time or whatever. And sometimes we go, you know, we sidetrack on cake pinches and stupid stuff, like that, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, um, if you think it's too long, um, this is kind of like a majority wins thing. And um, we do try to split up the show in sections. So if you're if you could listen to section one and then section two, you know, in separate occasions, I guess. But every episode's two weeks, so... You know, you could just, um, yeah, you don't have to listen to it all at once. Yeah. Yeah. What What I've generally heard is people like um, just put it on and then do like an average or something. Oh yeah, that's good too. It's actually a shame. I'd I'd want to do that, but like I don't really want to listen to myself speak while I cube. You know, I like, listened to the first true. episode. I listened to the first episode five times to catch what we did wrong. Yeah. <laughs> and then I I didn't listen to any of them. Since then, I think I think I listened to like the first two, and then from the other ones, I just took out like little bits of what to hear again and stuff. Yeah, you uh, know, stuff it's like not, it's not like we it's not like it's not like we don't like our product. It's just like we hate listening to ourselves. Yeah, it's uh, I think everyone does. It's kind of cringy, especially when you don't like your own voice. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Um, and uh, I guess it's we're seven seven episodes in, and I like to mention. That uh, you know, Tom, I think we're getting a pretty good flow of things. Yeah. Finally, we it's have good. like a format for the show and stuff, I guess. Finally, after two freaking months, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we got our act together though. Like, um, it's episode seven now, so we've already overtaken the other podcast. We're like the number oh, yeah. one. Oh uh, yeah, we're number one in number of episodes. <laughs> Kick ass. Uh, that sounds so bad, dude. Yeah, I know. It's like it's like it's not even the um, it doesn't make us better because we have a higher quantity. <laughs> like yeah, uh, we're we're kind of stupid, but yeah, um, yeah. Uh, we've wait, not we've. There have been three world records since uh, episode six. Yeah, episode six. Yeah, it, it's strange because usually this like. 10 world records, but uh, like there was like a few episodes in a row where there was loads of them. And you know what? Each time we've mentioned world record, I think a 7x7 seven seven record <laughs> yeah. is updated. And this time is no exception. What the crap? Yeah. Did you uh, did you watch the video of this? No. Uh, he just turns fast. <laughs> like, basically. <laughs> it's funny how um, like there's a really slow soul, not really slow, but like one of the solves in it is so much um, it longer than the single because it's mean of three, and like you think it'd affect the average a load, but the other two were so low that it so didn't really, really crazy. Like yeah. um, 
the single, he, uh, Michael Hauksuk, Mikhail Hauksuk, I can't, still for the life of me. Uh, his, his, the I'm new, not even going to try. The new single, 3 minutes and 25.91, and then the average is 3 minutes 38.43. Wow. I can't even do that in 6 by 6 I can't even finish uh, center stuff. <laughs> or a uh, scoop. <laughs> yeah, you can screw yourself. Uh, and uh, the previous world record held by David Woner has been broken, which is uh, Sebastian Pino Castillo, and he's yeah, got the, the clock, clock yeah, 5.05 single. Yeah, it, it's a lot faster than the other one, but if anyone's seen the video yet, I think it's like six turns, the solution. So it was pretty crazy lucky, but... I think he's still quite good at clock anyway. I think he saw the clock and he's like, oh, God, I know exactly what to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, I can solve so, um, this. Before he turned it over, he just did two moves on the first side. Yeah, he knew exactly how it was going to go, like a boss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you could Crazy. see his face. But it, it's, it's strange that he didn't seem to be more urgent about it. Like, it was quite a calm and collected solve. Well, if you try to push yourself to go faster, obviously you make more mistakes. Yeah. Right? No, that's... Oh, I guess. It's me, I guess. But, uh... Yeah. Well, like, you know, you know when you flip the clock over? No. Like... No. no? Okay. No. What are you, <laughs> you know about? nothing about clock. Uh, never mind. Never mind. People I know. just watch the video. I know. It's in a circular shape and you got to turn dials and stuff, but... Something like, to do with numbers. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, dude. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, let's let's move on. This week's guest is um, our first European. Uh, he's everyone knows him as a general speedster, um, nice guy, and uh, yeah, let's bring him on. Uh, Stefan Huber, welcome to the show, man. Hey guys, what's up? Hello, it's great to have oh, you. You're on. also our first um, first guest who whose first language is in English. Yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, actually, Joey was a European, but you said he no, doesn't no, count. Joe, Joey, <laughs> he doesn't count. Yeah, the UK's the UK doesn't count as Europe, really. U- UK's like, pretty much in, an island. It's just, yeah, no, no, it's, it's, it's like it's only it's only European by association. It's not it's not really European. <laughs> okay. It's not like, and we have so our I, I think I'm a real European because <laughs> yeah. I live yeah, like yeah. in the central, in the total center of Europe. Yeah, also exactly. at the moment, I don't even live in the European Union, but whatever. <laughs> and why not? Yeah, uh, I've moved to Switzerland last oh, week. Oh, okay. How's the so, boat? Oh, like uni or something. Yeah, uh, I'm studying at the Swiss Federal Institute of Technology, uh, oh, physics. Cool. 
So, awesome. yeah, uh, I moved to Zurich uh, last week, and I've had my first week now, and it's pretty awesome. Switzerland yeah. is ex extremely expensive, but it's still awesome. All right. How can you afford it? Yeah, um, well, it's, it is okay. I mean, it's more expensive than Austria, but... Uh, you can survive. It's possible, you. yeah, it's possible. Yeah. So it sounds it, like you're not too sure about yourself, though. Oh, well, it is. I think it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's we'll now, he's starting mean, to, it's, it's only been one week, so we'll see. He's starting Time to doubt himself help. already. <laughs> yeah. It'd be funny if you got deployed or something for not being able to pay your rent. You know, I like how um, every time we mention Joy on the show, it's to kind of bash <laughs> on him. He's like a legend. <laughs> Oh my gosh, well, we love Joey. Don't get the wrong idea, guys. Yeah, Joey's <laughs> a good friend of ours. Um, so yeah, Stefan, before we get into anything, uh, can you talk about your background? Cubing. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, I've started cubing in April 2007. Although I have to admit, um, I've been possessing a cube since November 06. I got it as a gift, and it was like, you know, as how it is. You play around with it, yeah. and then you just put it in in some some cupboard or something, and you don't really recognize it anymore. And it yeah. was one day in April uh, where I've had an English exam the next day, and I didn't bother to learn, and so uh, <laughs> nobody of my friends could do anything because they were all learning, and so I, I took this cube again and thought, okay, now I'm going to learn how to solve this thingy. And yeah. you got <laughs> so I went, on the, I went on the internet and, and learned the real solution. Um, and yeah, that's how I got started. <laughs> wow. And since then, you've become one of the fastest people in the world. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, it's, I wouldn't have thought it actually. Like, <laughs> I can still remember the times where I thought, oh my god, if I only get sub 20 one day, I'll be so happy. <laughs> <laughs> now you're like sub 8 as well. It's just yeah. insane. Yeah, I did one sub 8 average of 12. And that, What's your, that um... was only, that was only because there was a 4 second single solve in it. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. it was 4.94 single. I still have <laughs> scrambled, but I can't reconstruct it at all. Yeah, I, I, I remember. I remember I about yeah, I remember it was like an X cross and a pair preservation and <laughs> a T perm. And so, well, after I posted that, a lot of people came to me and said, "I have a solution for that scramble, which involves an X cross and a T perm." But none of the solutions was the one I did. And so I think it's still possible that I, I didn't scramble correctly. Yeah. But I'm not sure. But anyway, uh, it was a, a sub five technically full step. <laughs> well, did you have, um, oh, so you had OLL as well? Uh, the OLL was pretty easy. It was like, what? uh, only. Yeah, uh, not sooner, but. Double Zuni or a Pi case. I'm not sure. Uh, what okay. the f? Full step? That's yeah, stupid. Well, Brandon, Brandon has two sub five full step solves. Wow. One of them is like a 23 move speed solving solution. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like three moves double X cross, then four dual L skip and G perm. <laughs> <laughs> G perm. 
Yeah, a fast cheaper. Well, you it know, was four store now. Except for uh, except in competition, like in at the Austrian Open, he had a solve where he finished OLL at like five point five seconds. Then it took him one point. Then it took him one point three seconds to recognize the G perm, and then he <laughs> messed up the G perm, oh, and then it no. was nice. oh, that sucks. Really, it was. He was really devastated after it. <laughs> it reminds me of a time when um he like he did a solve at a UK competition and like did the PLL wrong, and then did a PLL attack. Yeah, that was so awesome. <laughs> Just the end. That was funny, and it was. I think it was still sub fifty. The whole solve plus PLL time. Yeah, effect. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't it like sub forty? Maybe no, it can't. Not been. It was forty three or forty four, I think. Yeah. Mm. Which what is still fast considering he messed about before he started doing it. Yeah, it's and he's I, really insane. <laughs> okay, and I guess for the listeners, um. How's your performance in competition so far? Because I don't have the numbers in front of me, but fine. Well, it's it's pretty bad. I have a <laughs> I have a nine point four seven second single and an eleven point two four seconds average. That was with a counting plus two though, and oh. uh, and I've had an eight point five six plus two at Hungarian Open. Oh, oh no. that sucked extremely badly. <laughs> yeah, but do you like? Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, so, uh, at some competitions, I'm really nervous, and it's obviously the nervousness which keeps me yeah. from doing good times. But at some competitions, I'm not nervous at all, and I still don't get really good times. <laughs> yeah, I know what you I mean. Know. Like some competitions for me, like it's just fine. I can get normal times, and in others, like it's not even that I'm nervous. It's just that I can't do quick solves for some reason. Yeah, for me, it's mostly um, just a three by three because I care yeah. only about three by three. Yeah, um, I know you mean. I'm not bad. I'm not bad in one handed and four by four. Um, so, but you don't care. About I don't care about it, and so I get even good times for me uh, compared to my times at home. Yeah. In Sometimes and sometimes not, but in three by three, I constantly fail. <laughs> yeah, it's isn't it the same on video as well? Like when you try and yeah, upload, it was. It used to be like it. Uh, I can sub ten average of twelve is not a problem for me now on video. Uh, okay. It took but me you like to initially months. break it. <laughs> yeah, it took me nine months. Uh, I did my first sub ten average of twelve in November last year, and <laughs> I I filmed. I made it. I managed to film one only a month ago. <laughs> wow. Is, yeah, I, I remember know. you're so pleased that you finally done it. Yeah, I mean... But I guess after you've done it the first time, it should be easier for you to do it again. Yes, yes. You don't have to bother about to do it. It was not a real problem. The, you know, I mean, I've had a few average videos before which were like 10.0 something. Yeah, and it was yeah. only the last two solves which screwed it up. I once filmed yeah. a point. Four or nine point five mean of ten, and then the whole average of twelve was ten point four. <laughs> so, <laughs> the nervous so you got like two fifteens or something stupid. Yeah, or I've already yeah, I think it was fourteen and fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> Just destroys all the work you've done. Yeah, but at least I I got it finally. Yeah. And now now Brendan wants to raise sub sub nine average of twelve <laughs> on video. But, on video, yeah, because uh, it's just 9.57 or something. 
But the problem is I didn't bring a camera to Switzerland with me, so oh. he has to. we have to wait for at least two or three weeks till we can start it, unless he has done it already till then. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's going to cheat. <laughs> yeah, I think, start now. wasn't he the first sub-10-average of 12 on YouTube? Uh, maybe. Possibly. I remember seeing the first video. Yeah, I remember at the World Championships, Andrew, <laughs> do you still remember it? <laughs> it was, what? I'm talking to Andrew, at the World Championships, uh-huh. uh, at the last, last evening, Andrew said to me, like, I'm so surprised that Brendan did it. And then I told him, dude, he has a 9.7 average of 12 on YouTube. And he was like, oh, is he that guy? Okay, then he deserves it. I know the video, but I didn't know it was him. Well, that video doesn't show his face. Yeah, no, none of the... Yeah, and none of the cubing videos. It's, it's so... It's like so shy, I can't... Yeah. Well, hardly any videos of humans show their face. Yeah, I don't know. I sometimes do. I mean, I, I also have some vlog kind of videos. Yeah, I've seen some of them. <laughs> why showing your face in queuing videos? I mean, yeah. and how also? I mean, should I should I look into the camera afterwards? Actually, you know what, I you, should, you, know what you should do? <laughs> you should print out a picture of your face and put it <laughs> under your hands while you queue. Okay, yeah. people can... <laughs> Or actually, on some videos, I managed to get a perspective. Um, You know, with my new notebook, it has a glossy uh, display. Uh Oh, but it shows your face. When the light is Uh cool, you can see the mirror, uh, my face mirrored in the display. (laughs) And you can also see the timer running in the display. Uh So that was some perspective, actually. That's too much (laughs) work. Yeah, Uh although my face during cubing isn't the best. (laughs) <laughs> it's similar, similar to Ron's. <laughs> do you like bite your lip or something, or do something weird? Uh, I don't bite my lip, but I, I, I think uh, from the side it looks weird because my my lower lip it it just hangs down, I think, or something. <laughs> like it looks a, weird. Loads of people have strange cubing faces. It's really. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, like, I, I, when I, you're I, aware of it, you try and like just keep a straight face. Yeah, and, and then you just get more uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but actually, that that's kind of a habit of my, of myself. I realize it sometimes that I do uh, that. My my lower lip is a bit. Uh, I don't know. Just watch my video. You right. see it. <laughs> talking, talking about talking about weird things, weird habits. Uh, this is probably gonna be the weirdest thing I'm just randomly mentioned. And you not and uh, US. Uh, the competition U.S. Open just recently, a couple months ago. Um, when I was judging, helping judging a little bit, the judges and I and some of the competitors got into like a weird debate or conversation about. Okay, after you after you poop, right? <laughs> yeah. I think I know what you, this is gonna be. Do you wipe your butt sitting down or standing up? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> right, and it's, it's funny because I had this conversation with one of my friends, and like yeah. me and him are the only two people that both of us know that stand up. <laughs> like you stand else. up, you stand up, yeah, you stand up. That's so weird, dude. <laughs> Why is that, that weird? Is, that is totally weird, man. Oh my god, <laughs> what's weird about that? And all the normal. <laughs> what? I don't get it. Like, what's the... you can like. 
you can use your other hand to like make. Uh, why? Why am I saying this? <laughs> <laughs> okay. no, no, wait, you just sit down and then it's already spread open, so you can get a good wipe. Yeah, but but oh, there's yeah. like no room. You can't. Uh, whatever. And by the way, oh, another another random thing, Andrew. Kai wants to know your opinion on Reapers and Siege Tanks. Oh, StarCraft 2. Um, uh, Siege Tanks are fine now since they were nerfed. Reapers are still stupid. And my biggest complaint about Terran is about Marauders. They do too much damage. Okay. They have too much... I think if they nerfed Marauder health by 20, it would be balanced. Okay. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's not like, do it's you not still like Korean. I still play, yeah. Well, but what rank are you? Oh, I I only play custom games. I haven't put put myself out into the league. Uh, I'm diamond uh, with I'm, one yeah. one thousand. Also, some of my friends, some of my friends play platinum, and I play with them. So I think um, the level is quite okay for the games I'm playing, but I'm still a bloody noob, so... <laughs> a bloody noob. <laughs> yeah. That's bloody. like a Britishism. But nice. yeah. if any of you guys on the US server for StarCraft 2 want to play me, just uh, send me an email or something and we'll play some games. I'll completely destroy you all, but... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. With no question. <laughs> Zerk, Zerk yeah, I, I, I play Zurich. I've played games with uh, Tristan, uh, which is Thrust, I, I think. Thrust. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah Chris so. Bird... Uh, you know, and I and I completely annihilate them. They, there's no <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's fun. Okay, I, we believe it. <laughs> when the servers merge, we should play together so I can win. Yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> when um, they merge. <laughs> so, so Stefan, do you wipe sitting down? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. You're normal. <laughs> yeah, oh. I think this is gonna spark a big thing in the forums. <laughs> we yeah. should like, start a poll. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, we, we'll, we'll start. We might start a poll in the off. That might be like that. Might be thread of the year just behind the speed cube in thread. <laughs> <laughs> Do you wipe sitting or standing? That's gonna. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I can imagine flame wars starting already. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Now oh. moving on to uh, some speed cubing, I guess. <laughs> yeah, this this is a speed cubing podcast, apparently, and just news to me. Um, so you started in 2007, uh, Stefan. Um, right. Now it's three years later. What do you think um, the world view on speed cubing is? Like, how has it changed since 2007? Just yeah, ju- quite a lot. Because I believe people uh, used to think, I mean, um, you know, we, you've already talked about this on the show, the image has changed really because the cube has become like an object, not for freaks only. Now, um, people see that it's cool or something and yeah. there's more and more people want, uh, who want to know how to solve it um, without a real interest in it, I think. <laughs> so, the most... Uh, the most important thing for me which has changed is definitely the community because um, there's a lot of, especially young people, I mean I started yeah. when I was 14 too, but um, the difference has uh, is now, uh, earlier you used to think, you had an interest in the puzzle I think, 
and now it is really a competitive sport where the interest is in the times you do. And yeah, it's not necessarily bad because it's good. I mean, it's good to do to do a comp- competition, but you shouldn't lose the focus on the the pure things. I think. I think um, I think Cubers now you know fall into two sections: people who are in it uh, a lot more for the community aspect, yeah, like, um, you know, friends and friends they hang out with in competitions because. Yeah. Um, and then the other people that are still in the community aspect, but a lot more competitive and with yeah, their time. Well, the two groups but overlap. The thing is, they o- they do mean, overlap, but not a lot. Yeah, but I think um, most people of the the really fast people, they are fast because they did it because it's fun, not because they want to become fast. Yeah. And only those people are the ones, in my opinion who can really think about competition. Because people most of the people who who have the the approach of the only the competition, they're not even the people who can win competitions at the moment. But I think in the future this will change. So Well it's cause it's because they're really interested in it. Like they're not yeah. just doing it for the sake of it, they're doing it because they find it interesting. Yes. Yeah, um, I myself, I think, um, I mean, in the first summer where I've been speed cubing, that was summer of 2007, the summer which got me sub 20 and later sub 15, my program was like getting up, cubing, cubing, eating lunch, go to the, go swimming or something, cubing there also with a little <laughs> show aspect, come home, cube, 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 go to the bar. Come home, sleep, next day, the same thing. And the summer after that was basically the same, except with less cubing and more bar. But (laughs) it was basically the same. And I didn't do it because I said to myself, I want to be like sub-15 by the end of the summer. I just did it because that's what I... I had like an urge. I, I my yeah. fingers yearned for solving a key. <laughs> it's like um, playing a video game or something when you just sit down bored or I'll just solve a key while I'm waiting or while you're watching a show or something. Yeah, Steph- I haven't practiced. I have to say I haven't practiced that much uh, in the last one or one and a half year, and I still improved. But the thing is. Um, Sometimes I, I just sit down and I start cubing and I think I'm just I'm just solving a few cubes. Then I put my music on and I find myself two CDs two hours later and I'm still cubing. <laughs> That's just <laughs> sometimes you, know you just lose control. <laughs> when you do like um so you have a day where you do loads of souls where you do a big slug of them. How many do you do? Like hundreds. Oh um, I. I sometimes do sessions of 200. That's ah. that's pretty regular. But um, I also had one day where I did a thousand. And <laughs> with all the breaks, it took me from 9 a.m. till 5 a.m. I did a lot of breaks. I was chatting, so wow. yeah, yeah, that was onk. But I had to, that was in summer last year. I got up and I wanted to go swimming, and then the weather was bad. And so I thought. <laughs> so you just stayed in and cute. I just uh, pulled the cur- uh, the curtains closed and just. 
I'm gonna be a hermit today. That's what you did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just you just do it. Um, but recently, I haven't done really long sessions. Like yeah, maybe I, at most two hundred, two hundred tops. I think once you start hitting a wall, you just you know slowly, gradually do less and less until yes. you hit a comfortable spot. But the weird thing is, um, even even though I didn't practice that much in the last year, I still improved, and I don't wow. think I don't know. I mean, maybe it's <laughs> I think it's uh, I mean the theory of Brendan and me is that breaks make you better, but yeah. we have different approaches on the reasons because Brendan says breaks make especially him better because you know he he knows so many F2L tricks and after a break you forget all the unimportant things and so when you start again you can focus on the real important things yeah. which you still know that's his approach my approach is um when you're cubing a lot you're putting too much effort into it um then you want to force something, and you cannot force good times, not at all. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying it in competition all the time, and look what happens. <laughs> so you're saying and, it's like a refresh on your mind? Yes. I think, um, although it is better to do a lot of short sessions, like to, to do constantly a little bit of cubing, that's better to improve, but when you have a specific level, it's better to do it in... Like in pushes, yeah, you to make it sessions, as and then you do like a week, you just chill or something. So you're saying if once you start hitting that wall, you do it, you do a lot to make it more consistent. Yes, um, I believe you you should cube when you when it's fun, and it, there's no sense in in doing your fix training times or something. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's possible that but, sometimes... Otherwise it becomes like a chore. Yeah, like, I mean, sometimes you don't, you don't want to cube for a week or two. And yeah. if, if you're not really... Uh, if you don't really want it, then don't force it. Just leave the cube alone. Exactly. Yeah. It's not like you'll get slower. No, I mean, sometimes you, you get faster even. And <laughs> people think... I mean, some people might think, oh my god, I have to do some solves just to keep my level, but that's not true. It's yeah. just, um, if you do it for the fun, then the times will be better because you stop caring that much. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, I guess uh, that moves on to it. We got a listener question. Oliver Purge, he asks, uh, you used to uh, use Type A for a long time. Have you oh, been, yeah. <laughs> have you been using the old ones recently or did you get the new cubes? What are nude? Uh, new, new cubes. Not, new. I just understood nude cubes. Oh. <laughs> okay, we're so. still in the toilet mode, right? You know. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I used to use Type A's basically until World Championship, and uh, as you know, um, I think Andrew knows and Tom doesn't. My cubes were so loose. Like, oh. Everybody popped them. Only me could. Only I was the. the only, I was like the only person who could control it. I think. Yeah. And yeah. Like Dan Cohen, when he just tried an R perm, he raped out three pieces. Like, <laughs> first move. Yeah, because <laughs> all damage keeps are really tight as well. Yeah, so anyway, I've been using old type A for a long time, 
But after World Championships, I've changed. I've switched to a Type C, which Oliver Berge sold me, and also a Type F, which I bought in October in Munich at the Cubicon shop. Um, you know, in Munich, there is a shop. Not for online, cubes? but a real shop for cubes. Wow. Yeah. It's the the guy who, who opened the German uh, speed, uh, speed cubing shop, an online shop, Cubicon. Yeah. Doesn't he, he sell on eBay? I like, think he also does that, and on Amazon. But yeah, yeah at, after some time, he could open his own shop in Munich, that's and that is really, awesome. That's really yeah. cool, wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a guy called Isovia who um, has opened a shop in America somewhere as well. Oh, yeah, awesome. So, yeah, I've switched to Type-C and Type-F, and I stayed with them. I stick with them until... Um, Maybe January or February. Then I switched to F2 as everyone yeah. around that time. <laughs> Me too. But then I've stick with that a long time, like forever, until I got a Diane Guhong last week. Oh, uh, I tried no. one of those at Joey's at the weekend. They're like frictionless. Yeah. Oh, they're so awesome. They're a little. With, but the problem is that the, the loop dries out extremely fast. Uh, I don't really know. But I did the cube is insane. I did, like, uh, Brandon had one at Austin Open, and he brought another one, but there were some pieces, uh, some parts missing, so I had to wait a bit. Um, and I also like the Type A5, which Brandon gave me. He modded it, so that it's a high-on memory cube now. Yeah. So to cut, to cut everything short, yes, I've switched to the new cubes. <laughs> Although I still love my old Type A's. They're, they mean so much to me. Is it like a A2? No, no, it's just the old Type A. Old Type oh, A. Okay. You know, I... Like 2007 model, still. You know, um, I use Type A in World Championships, too. Yeah. Um, I know. I... But you, yours was a bit newer. It, it already yeah. had the crispy feeling. But the old yeah. ones, they were completely smooth and didn't have that crispy feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, I switched from old Type A to F2, and the week after, I got my first sub-10 average. Yeah. For and me, I did, I did my first sub-10 average with a Type F, and then with the Type C, and then with a newer Type A. So uh, I think I only did one or two sub-10 averages with my old, old Type As, but I didn't really do it, so I didn't use them after I got sub-10, so I don't know if I could yeah. do it now. But you should you should give it a try. Yeah, maybe <laughs> maybe after this episode. Yeah, maybe uh, they're like better than your other cubes that you've got suddenly. Yeah, they are, but they pop like now. I not, not even I can control them anymore. <laughs> uh, okay. When I was used to them, it was awesome, but now not anymore. <laughs> All right. And, I mean, one day after I got my Diane Guhong, I did the sub eight average. So. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness gracious. It is. <laughs> um, so I guess since you're such a fast cuber and I guess uh, I especially want to know, how do you practice like when you actually practice? Is there a specific method or? Not a specific method. Um, I don't care about PLA time attacks, for example. But um, the most important thing is to just solve. Just solve and don't... Don't uh, think, now I'm solving 100 or now I'm solving 200. Just solve until you don't want anymore. So 
um, basically do what whatever your your heart tells you to do or something to be cheesy and also <laughs> really important um, F2L tricks advanced stuff don't learn it or learn it by heart but look at it and try to to use it and uh, you don't have to really use it in solves but I think it's really important to know these tricks to be more flexible in F2L for yourself because I am not an algorithmic F2L guy. I, I use intuitive F2L. And uh. I am totally in favor of really trying to to understand things, the processes, yeah. and and not necessarily use something you've learned, but just have it in your mind so that you can be more flexible when you solve so you, so you can always adapt to the specific yeah. trick. Yeah. So it takes a long time uh, when you do a really advanced trick with lowercase u moves or something until you have it in your in your solves. Yeah. But my opinion is that look at them and if they're good, use them, but um, don't use them too much. That's also Eric's opinion. Don't rely on them. But I think it's extremely important to know them. Yeah. That course. is really my opinion. So um, maybe talk to other cubers, compare uh, solves. Like I did a few, I compared solutions with uh, between my solution and Roe, with Roe Hessler. Because, uh, you, you know, Roe didn't used to use a lot of, tricks at all. He was just like the total TPS guy. And now he tried to adapt some tricks and that's where we compared ourselves. And we really found out that he, at the time we compared ourselves, he did worse crosses, but faster crosses. He had yeah. like nine movers, which were really, really fast still. And, um, yeah, I think it's good if you have some cubers, which are also good to to exchange thoughts. Yeah, that's, that's the, the most. That's the thing I enjoy most about competitions when there are people like at Austin Open, uh, Domash or Brendan, and they are these people are so crazy experts. Really, you can learn so much of them, and that is what cubing is all about. The, the yeah. exchange of thoughts. <laughs> yeah, of course. I um, I got you know Rowan Kenevy. Yeah, you know? yeah, of course. He, he he does like a lot of tricks like Brendan. Like he showed me some random solves and like oh. some of the F two L tricks are really clever. Mm -hmm. Like okay. stop him so you... before you insert a pair in. Yeah, speaking of those, Kenevy. Yeah, yeah. And you pronounce it Rowan, not Rowan. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, because as far as I know, for example, it's Rowan Atkinson, right? No, no. That's, no oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Rowan Atkinson. Okay, anyway. I think it's kind of halfway there. between Rowan and Rowan. Alrighty. And um, I guess the next question is, uh, in competition, uh, how do you keep yourself from being nervous? <laughs> Don't ask me that. <laughs> Are you sure? Huh? <laughs> well, um, the thing, well, keep myself from being nervous. I mean, um, the, the thing is, 
I'm normally not even nervous at all. Um, what used to help me was standing instead of sitting because I don't know, uh, I could control my fingers better when, when I stood when being nervous. For me, that was, that helped. And well, what else? Um, just try to, to, I don't know. <laughs> don't I try to yeah. focus too much. Don't try to focus too much or concentrate too much. Yeah, yeah that's right. Try to try to control your breathing without trying to focus too much. <laughs> Be like me. Just do. Just yeah. do it. Just do it. All my better averages I did where I could halfway not care. <laughs> um, so all my better averages were completely slow turning in competition. I see. Um, for competition, slow turning is better. A little bit of slow turning yeah. because... When you're nervous anyway, and you try to solve it fast, uh, ignoring the thing that when you're nervous and you try to solve to turn fast, you'll get lockups. Uh, furthermore, uh, when you have a little break, which is just uh, a little a mess in look ahead, then you're gonna get even more nervous, and then yeah. you're gonna screw. Up. So that's why a little bit of slow turning is always better in competition. Yeah, I agree with that. Because I find um, look ahead harder as well in competition. Well, I don't. I'm not even. I don't think that. Um, I think that F2, basically, you know, F2L is the more important thing. F2L is harder. But in competition, having good F2L is is doable. But when it comes to the last layer, when it's, it comes to being really fast, then I always mess up. <laughs> I've had a lot of solves. I've had a lot of official solves with. Six seconds F twelve, and then it ended up being an eleven or a high ten. Uh. <laughs> I've even had, yeah, the the solve which I'll never forget because it screwed up a ten point five seven average in March, which was really good back then. Um, you know, I uh, it was in Milano or Milan. Um, I started off with a nine point four seven, then a ten point three, and a ten point eight, and so it was pretty good. The next yeah. sol, I finished F2L at like 6.1. I know that because when I fi when I was doing the last pair, I've heard all the people who were watching myself doing like, oh my god, he's so fast. <laughs> and then I looked at a timer 6.1, and then I had the easy C shape OLL. You know the uh, the one R prime U prime R prime F prime U R or uh, R prime U prime yeah, yeah, yeah. R yeah. that one. I think I know you. And mean. I did it so I, I finished OLL at 6.8 or 6.9. And then I had a G perm, the left G perm. And <laughs> during the last, you know, L, U prime, L prime move, the L prime got stuck. And I got a plus two, a 10.6 plus two. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> and also there, the F2L was rather slow turning and I messed up the last layer. Hmm. Well, yeah. before moving on to listener questions, just to sum it up, um, just do the solve, I guess, for the listeners listening. And um, the more you force yourself and pressure yourself, the worse right. you're going to mess yeah, up. So, so but just, anyway, yeah. I didn't manage to do it to completely, so it's not good asking me that question. But <laughs> I realized that when in competition something worked, it was always when I could 
try, get rid of all the 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 focus. Yeah. I mean, it's important to focus, but not actively. I think. Yeah. Try try to do it without paying too much attention to what you're doing. Yeah. Exactly. Sort of. That's also how you should cube at home, because yeah. at home you're normally listening to music or something, so you're just doing it as an activity yeah. and yeah. not not as a something where you have to be concentrated so much. Because if you if I had to be to concentrate that much on so on solves where I'm at home, I couldn't solve so many cubes at home. I think it would yeah. just be exhausting. Yeah, you should be sure. able to do it without thinking, really. Yeah. And it it's coming with the time. Uh, I I don't know how, but with, with practice, with the time, you get a look ahead where where everything is so conditioned, and you can just solve. <laughs> All right. Really, for example, when I get a hard cross, I used to think, "Oh my God, it's such a hard cross. What am I going to do after it?" But now I'll just do the cross. And I know I will see what to do later. Yeah. Okay. Why do uh, you usually look ahead after cross? Uh, no, I don't. <laughs> oh, right. I just yeah. I just look for the cross. Um, I, I'm also a cross uh, cross on top guy, rather. Yeah. But I have to say I I do it on any side, and normally, no matter on which side I do the cross, after the last move of the cross, it lies on bottom anyway, because I do like double layer moves to to put it on yeah. bottom. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, I understand that. It's just that I find it better to be a bit flexible instead of. You know the lowercase u moves; they just confuse me, to be honest. <laughs> me too. Yeah, I can never <laughs> do it. And the d moves are not always bad, but sometimes bad for the cross. Oh. So I just put it on a different side. Yeah, understandable. Yeah. Um, we got a list, quick listener question, I guess. Uh, Cornelius Dijkman. Cornelius um, Dijkman. Dijkman. Okay. Cornelius Dijkman. Yeah. What was German. the What's your biggest cubing accomplishment ever? Cubing? Yes, cubing. Um, I think it's the sub-8 average of 12. What was the specific time? What was the average time? 7.90. God dang it. Not the, not necessarily the sub-5 single, but I th- I'm more proud of the average. Of course, um, I think, yeah. It had, although, well, it had a 4.9 single, two 6.5s, and three sevens and one nine, and the rest were all eights. Eight. Man. Yeah. That's cr- so six solves sub eight in these twelve solves. It was so I don't know how I did it. I really don't know, but it somehow just worked. I mean, when you're cubing a lot, and when you've been cubing for three years, sometimes you'll just get these sessions where everything is perfect. Yeah, you're just in the zone. Yeah. In the zone. And the scrambles are in the zone too, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, oh my god. Yeah, uh, that that helps. day I start it's I started off with a scramble. Uh it wasn't in the average, but I posted it on the IRC channel and they were like, What? Because it had like a two by two by two block already done or something. <laughs> oh, nice. And then I was like, What? And I got I got pretty easy scrambles and not necessarily scrambles that look easy. But scrambles that turned out to be easy later. I had like U perm, U perm, T perm, Sunes, and stuff like that. Yeah. And of course, it's it makes 
sub eight average easier if you get <laughs> players. <laughs> As opposed to like G perm, G perm, G perm, G perm. Oh yeah. Although I, I have one one of one or two of my G perms, I really like them because I have an epic finger trick to do them. <laughs> but uh, you have to see it. You have yeah, to see yeah. it. I don't you could make a video. Yeah, right. <laughs> All so right. I have to do a video of that, and I have to try solving <laughs> my old, old type A. Okay. Yeah. Note right. it. <laughs> Tenfold, he asks, uh, in your opinion, who do you think has been the most influential cuber to ever pick up a Rubik's Cube? Oh. Most influential on, on the community? Or yeah. for me? On the community, uh... I guess That's, for you too, if you have one. Yeah, I, I have my own inspirations. So, but basically, it's um, I think it's Erik Erik Akersteig, because not only on three by three, he is such a, an extreme genius. Uh, he knows so many things, and he's so good at every puzzle. But to be honest, um, what in my opinion, who is the the biggest cubing genius or something the one the cuber with the greatest cubing knowledge uh, that's Milan Batic from Hungary oh, I'm not familiar with that name Milan but yeah okay Milan Batic I know I don't know if it's Batic or Batic Wait, is he the 7x7 seven seven guy no that's Ben Sebarat uh, no <laughs> ben yeah. Sebarat yeah Milan Batic, <laughs> when, when I, he was always like my biggest in, inspiration in terms of style, because I, I love the way, uh, when he, he, he holds his cube, it looks as if, it looks so, so cool, and his style also is awesome, and he's so good in every puzzle. I mean, he has an official like, 18 seconds one-handed average, a 43 seconds 4x4 average, a 1 minute 20 something 5x5 average. He's so good at any event. And he was also, at the World Championships, he was in every final, except for feet, but he didn't compete in feet. So, he, and when you talk to him, or even when when you you do team solves with him or something, he, he he can always show you so many things. I I have the feeling that he knows every algorithm really. <laughs> and he can be color neutral without any problems. Uh, he is really one of the the most inspirational cubers for me, and for the whole community, I think it's Erik Akersteig. Also because of all the publicity we had because of his world records and yeah. he's also been on a few TV shows and everything. Um, yeah. That's my opinion. Um, and sorry for my disrespect for the oldies, but I... That's <laughs> out of... We're talking about the modern day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Alrighty. And uh, with that, I guess we'll move on.
So for the random catch of the day, uh, this episode, we have a couple, but uh, they're more like bullet points than actual conversations. But um, there's a lot of fun going inside them, so I guess you suggest them, suggest, God, I suggest you check it out. There we go. All righty, <laughs> the first one uh, uh, started by being for itself. Uh, what's the human limit for the 3x3 three three average of 100? What do you guys yeah. think? What do you guys think? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's so hard to call. Like, if yeah. if it's like the existing with the existing methods that we have, and we don't develop something that's really ergonomic and low move count or whatever, like it's probably somewhere like six or seven. But it's so hard to yeah. say anyway. Yeah, the thing is, um, I don't. I also I don't want to quote myself on numbers at all. I didn't vote <laughs> yeah. on the poll also, but because I know I'll be wrong. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like this is like a um uh have you ever read Jessica Friedrich's site? Yes, where it where says like but also the limit said, will be like ten to twelve. 12. Yeah that yeah. It, but that was okay for at least for the things she could know about yeah, it. Yeah exactly. Yeah that was pretty good. Um, you, you know what this kind of reminds me of? No. Like people in the 80s, like, this is the future with computers. <laughs> yeah. How much better can computers get? Or like the fake, okay, I know it's a fake quote, but uh, the Bill Gates quote of 160 kilobytes of RAM yeah, yeah. must be a branding computer. No, but <laughs> the thing is, um, com- I think it's extremely unbelievable. I know cubing is yo- is still young, but it's still nearly unbelievable how fast everything develops. And for yeah. me, it's nearly unbelievable um, that I'm a part of it. Uh, yeah. Like if you if you had told me a year ago that we'll have like a sixty sub ten cubers one year later, I would have I would have called you. I would have declared you nuts, really. <laughs> Yeah, and they they seem also, to all spring up at the same time. Yeah, yeah. I think I there's think like I'm, one or two people who lead the charge, and then a year later, yeah. everyone else hops on board. <laughs> yeah, right. And for average of hundred, I think it won't be too far in the future where we have consistent averages of our current average of twelve records. Yeah. So. Between wow. se- uh, mid seven is possible for people like Felix, I think, yeah. without trying to put pressure on him, you know. <laughs> Where's my sub five average a hundred, man? <laughs> oh yeah, pressure. <laughs> but it will develop. Cubing will develop even further, and we don't know what the future will tell will bring us. But at the moment, um, I say at least at least mid sevens. I think. Yeah. Cool. And uh, I guess just the bullet point here: uh, three by three by three single world record boundary started by Enter. Uh, what do you guys think is the limit? Well, I don't think there is one, but it will be like. Yeah. Well, I think it'll go to four pretty soon. Four. To be honest. Yeah, not not that soon because of. Well, no, no, not soon. It'll hit four in the next few years or something. Yeah. But like. For that, they'll get like a six or a five, maybe. I still find it weird that the seven oh eight hasn't been beaten. Yeah, me too. 
but no, no, no offense to I mean, Eric, but like, there's a lot of fast cubers out there, so. I mean, the thing is, when he did it, it was clearly a, like a, an epic world record because yeah, all, it was the miles other, ahead. all the other world records were so, like 8.72 by Nakajima. Those were yeah. solves that pretty good, or that really good cubers did every day. Yeah. yeah. Just like, but 7.08 at that time was a solve which not even the fastest cuber at that time, uh, he, he maybe did it like once a week. Yeah. But I'm not sure. But he, definitely not every day. And now, uh, the fastest people do sub sevens every day, I think, or at least once, one in every two days or something. So yeah. I think the time would be right to, to have a new single world record. It's been but it's two years, right? So long. Two years. Yeah, it's I been think. two years. More than two years. <laughs> <laughs> That's a long time. Alrighty. Yeah. So I would say low fours. That's for me. Four. Yeah. yeah. At least yeah. four. Let's say like at least four. <laughs> at least four. Yeah. It's gonna be, unless it's gonna be unless someone gets like a last layer skip after an insane F2L. Yeah. I think so because there's like 50 people. I, I believe there's 50 people in the world who can do sub five F2L. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I myself, I once did like a five point, a mid five F2L average. <sighs> and I think, and I think on my sub eight average of 12, my F2L average would have been even lower if I had measured the individual times for F2L. That's crazy. I'm pretty sure about that. Yeah. Alrighty. And, um, I guess just going around real quick, there's another thread started by you, Tom. Um, events to remove from the official list if there is any. What do you think, Tom? What's your I feel, opinion? I feel like <laughs> such a bastard now for like. Um, no, 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 it contradicts the other one, so might as well. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I thought it'd make a nicer uh, contrast. But, you know, like, there's, there's something in the, um, rules that states that the WCA board can retire events. And, like, there's stuff like that you could get rid of and replace with something else that more people would do. Like I, I recommended feet because it's kind of silly. And yes. like people, I would say out of all the events, feet is most looked down upon. Yeah, except of course, cube is not official, right? Hmm? Andrew. What's up? I was just saying, you know, Andrew, cube is not official, so that yeah. one. Would it would be even worse, right? <laughs> it would never be official. <laughs> it is. It's going to be official next year. Who says? <laughs> Everyone. That's, those are lies. I bet it happened. No. Oh yeah, it's okay. Uh, no, no. It will. For me, uh, for me, it's just uh, feet. But that's I don't really care for feet, so it doesn't really yeah. matter if it stays in or not. Oh, what do you think, Stefan? Well, I don't care at all because I think. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm not an all-rounder anyway, and I think um, it's it's uh, it should be the WCA to, to decide it. And yeah. I think it's good that all the cubers can be can be involved into the WCA. But you know, I'm also I'm for example I'm doing karate as competitive sport, and they also did a lot of changements in the rules. And I also didn't complain much. I was just I had my opinion on it, but I said if the World uh, Association wants it like that, then we have to do it like that. So yeah. 
I'm also the guy who doesn't uh, try to 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 involve myself too much <laughs> into yeah. this. I just I just wanted to hear people's opinions about it, really. And like, yeah, people seem I think to... I also think feet would be the is the stupidest or yeah the <laughs> stupidest <laughs> event of all the official <laughs> events we have at the moment. But I'm I'm I think it should stay because it's not being done in a lot of competitions anyway. So I think like it is one of the weirdest events, but I think it's one of the events that gets the most attention in media. Yeah, yeah especially for media. Yeah, right? because it it fits into the image. Like doing it in any situation, doing it with everything we have or something. Yeah. So that yeah, really but fits into the image. Isn't it like a bad image though? It it kind of portrays it as silly <laughs> as it actually is. Like yeah. it should be it should be but more serious. I don't think speed tubing is serious at all. <laughs> speed tubing <laughs> is only about fun. So. Yeah, true. I, I just it's like a sport, though. Yeah, and even if it is going to be treated like a sport, it's still so young, and the regulations, as believe, far as they have progressed, it still needs work. I mean, yeah. I believe it's better. I love the thing I love about speed cubing is the the sense of community for sure uh, compared yeah. to other sports, and I love our community. Um, it has changed a lot since I've started, but. It's still better better than in a lot of other sports. Yeah, the so, the key difference is how we share information. Yes, exactly. It's all open. It's, it's all individual. Yeah, exactly. Amazing. Alrighty, and uh, the last one is TX789. He post he or she I guess posted about uh, new event ideas. And uh, we've already mentioned Skew. Get that out of the way. Uh, yeah, everyone <laughs> said Skew. Everyone? Cube, cube, cube. Gigaminks. Okay, we're not going to have another mix. No, no, no. There would only be like a handful of people who could stack med it anyway. (laughs) It's like, it would be like the multi-blind records. Yeah. Uh, It's not multi-blind, big blind. No, it's too too long. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um... But everyone said skewed. That's disappointing. Alrighty. Then I guess it's time for Stefan, your quickfire questions. Okay. Alrighty. Try to answer them as fast as you can. No? Okay. No thinking. No, just just a lot of pressure. Alrighty. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Are we asking them like one at a time? Yeah, I'll ask okay. him first. Uh, okay. Are you ready, Stefan? Yes, sir. Alrighty. Oliver Pergay. Right, that's his name. Uh, explain the word "epic" with your own words and say it uh, and say it uh, <laughs> as few times as possible. Okay, no, just uh, say it a few times. About <laughs> yeah, I think he only wants to hear me pronouncing the word "epic." <laughs> I've, I've already done it there. So "epic" means like heroic, unforgettable, and mind-blowing. <laughs> Is that your in favorite? other words? In other words, just Epic. Yeah. Is that your favorite <laughs> word? Uh, it, I think it used to be. And <laughs> especially for Oliver Berge, he's always trying to pick on me with my habits. Like the hello YouTube and the epic. And especially the and uh, yeah. 
see. He's always picking on these three habits, and every time we meet, he's like, dude, it's epic. <laughs> yeah, he always okay. tries to save me. <laughs> so, um, Ryan Reese asks, do you eat Lunchables? What kind do you what? like the most? Lunchables? Yeah. Lunchables. What? Wait, 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 I gotta look that up. I assume you mean, like, Dairy Lee kind of things? Is that it? No? Lunchables. You don't know what Lunchables are? Oh, no. And the the dictionary also doesn't know it. It's it's just not a real word. It's a product. (laughs) Oh, a product. Oh, I see. Ham and cheddar. Oh, okay. Um, No, I don't eat them then. There's Google for you. Lunchables. you out. Are a Arf. line of, of instant children's meals manufactured by Kraft Foods Incorporation. They yeah. are marketed under the Oscar Mayer blah, 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 blah. Only in UK and US. Okay, so no, I don't eat them. Because the, we don't have them either in Austria or in Switzerland. Okay. Philip Espinoza, he asks, if you can go back to one point in time in Cubing history, what would it be and why? And what would you do there? Oh, um, it would definitely be... Uh, the last world championship, um, and I would make it to the finals. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was a moment I enjoyed it so much. Uh, the moment where it was sure that Brendan won, uh, that I it's I can't describe it, but that's definitely the point where I would go back into that moment where uh, the world champion two thousand and nine was decided. Because it was such an awesome ap- atmosphere. You know, don't I, forget, really. That whole finals, I was in the very front row middle seat with Chris Hardwick. Yeah. It was so fun. <laughs> Alrighty. Extremely awesome. Epic. Okay. <laughs> so, Oliver Perge asks, who's your Again? idol? Yeah. I think you've um, already answered this. Yeah, Milan Batic. He used Milan to be yeah. my idol when uh, in... Uh, for myself, but getting better. But uh, for cubing now, it's yeah, it's also still Milan. He's such a great inspiration, and of course Felix and Roe, and also uh, Gabriel Decici. <laughs> okay, he's, uh, he's great. Yeah. Number five, Philip Espinosa. He asks again. Uh, Forte captures you and feeds you waffles and bacon. You don't like the bacon, so you insult Forte. Forte then says he will dismember you or cut off both your hands. You get to choose your hands dismember or your... Me, dismember me from speed solving. No, dismember you from your member. My member? <laughs> your, oh, my member. Your member, if you know, if you get my drift. Oh, oh my... Both and both my hands. Yeah. Oh shit! <laughs> I, just, I just, I just, I just take the hands. You take the oh, hands. I, I just get rid of my hands. What? Okay, I'll just get rid of my hands. Okay. Your hands? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, time number six. <laughs> okay, so um, Cyrus Kohler asks if um, me and Andrew were drowning and you only had to say and you only have one life preserver, who would you save? Uh, most um, I didn't understand the name, so I take Andrew. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it was Tom and Andrew. Yeah. Oh, oh, uh, you, with me, me? You meant me? Oh, oh my God! Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I haven't <laughs> met Tom in real life, so it's also Andrew. Sorry. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, maybe. You just get the advantage of meeting him. This yeah. is unfair. Yeah. <laughs> we had beer together, we, so we're buddies. Yeah, uh, we, drank, we drank Heineken and Bex and everything together. It was fun. Right? Yeah. Why don't you get married already? God. We will. Oh. <laughs> we will, definitely. <laughs> yeah. right. uh, James Lachance asks, uh, do you get to punch one and kiss the other? Uh, Andrew or Tom and uh, who and why? Oh my god. Okay, uh, this time I'm punching Andrew and kissing Tom. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Although, although we have to admit that Tom is already dead. So uh, he's drowned. But... <laughs> so you're into, you're into kissing corpses, huh? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. I'm a necrophile. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> uh, <laughs> actually, actually, I'm not. But... No. no, quick fire question says it all. <laughs> okay, so Andrea P says, Andrea P, that's not a last name. Um, if you were to quit cubing completely, what would you miss the most about it? Oh, um, IRC. <laughs> nice. IRC. I think so. IRC, totally. Although I, I think... I could still go to IRC, so I would miss, um, I would miss all the the atmosphere at competitions, meeting all the people, and yeah. and uh, the exchange of thoughts, like when you can when you you compare solutions and everything, and show each other what you found or something. It's the exchangement of thoughts that I would miss the most, I think. Yeah. yeah. Alrighty, and um. Guess that's it for quick fire questions, and that means Stefan, your time is over. I got him. <laughs> okay. Yeah, thanks for being yeah. on the show, man. It was a lot, uh, a lot of fun. You gave us, uh, I guess, a lot of tips for the listeners. Yeah. Uh, although I think we could still talk talk for like three times as long, but yeah. anyway, uh, if you want to know more, you can also send me an email or on YouTube. Or anything. Oh, come on, so, IRC. Yeah, yeah, come on, IRC. Uh, anyway, then, uh, see ya, right? And yeah, thanks. Thanks for, for being on. Yeah, you can stick around for the show while we finish it up, but, uh, yeah. Then, bye-bye. Bye-bye. Catch you later. <laughs> Alright, Tom, and, uh, you know what this means? Uh, oh, what, is it, um, are we doing the questions now, or something else? No, the quick fire for you and us, I guess. Oh, okay. You want to okay. ask first, or should I ask first? I don't care. What happened last time? I can't even remember. I forgot. Uh, uh, these are quick fire questions, and uh, Stefan Huber just did it. You can go to our website, cubecastpodcast.com. Click on the right side, ask the questions to ask us the quick fire questions. And if uh, if it's good, we'll read it, ask it on the show. Yeah. I guess I'll ask first, then. Okay, go for it. Cyrus Kola asks... If I opened your refrigerator right now, what would I find? Uh, cake. <laughs> <laughs> or a lack of cake, because you ate it all, right? Oh, I've still got some more. Okay. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Least... And Tom and I promised on the show that we're going to make these fast this time around, since <laughs> yes. they're actually quick fire. So let's that go. That was pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah, it was pretty good. Uh, so David we just talked about how good it was. <laughs> David want to ask who is your favorite Super Smash Bros character and you can't say Sonic because Brawl is dumb and doesn't count uh, okay um, probably Link nice nice from, choice um, 
from um, what's which one I'm speaking? Just uh, Smash Brothers. The Millie, I guess Millie. No, no, just the original. Yeah, Link and uh, I'm a Link and Fox guy. Anyway, uh, James, the chance. If you were to compete in a gluten bowl, which food would you compete in? Gluten bowl. Well, you just eat a lot of crap. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, uh, cake. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the most original answer I've heard all day. Okay. Uh, number four. <laughs> you should be quick. Uh, Stephen Colopi. What is your favorite world in Super Mario 3 on the NES? Um, I've never played it. Well, I've not played it extensively. <laughs> so I have no idea how to answer this question. That is an answer. Number five, James Lachance asks again, would you rather try to teach Helen Keller? Would you rather try to teach Helen Keller or a monkey how to solve the cube? Um, well, I don't get the reference because I'm not you don't, American. You don't know Helen Keller? Yeah, she is a mute, registered. blind, and deaf girl. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> that's a horrible question. I know. But I have, 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 have to go with the monkey, I guess. <laughs> It'd be more okay. fun. Alrighty. Uh, Lorenzo Guterres, organizing information with post-it notes, yes or no? Uh, it, yes, but I've never done it. <laughs> and I completely butchered his name lorenzo gutierrez there we go and uh number the last one uh cube 980 bacon ham or pork uh are you serious <laughs> yeah serious no, oh not bacon at all probably um pork okay that's disappointing sorry have i like let you down now yeah but that's quick five questions for Tom Bob. No, no, I don't like bacon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. it's okay. Yeah. Just I like sausages are nice. We'll talk about it after the show, you faggot. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, uh, questions for me, Tom. You got yeah, some? Yeah, it's Tom. Right, let's do it. I'm gonna I'm gonna answer them so fast it's gonna be like lightning. <laughs> oh, I should have picked harder ones then. Okay, the first one's from someone called Owen. He doesn't have a last name. If you had to use any cube in your collection as a weapon, which one would you use? My uh, my Gigaminx, because it's the biggest and hardest. Yeah, but it shatters into pieces. Okay. Then I can shoot throw the smaller pieces. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Perkins says, if you were given the opportunity to own everything as in a store, a physical store, which store would you choose? Oh, anything in a physical store. Yeah. Ooh, Best Buy. Best Buy. Is that like a hardware electronics it's, it's electronic store? Electronic store, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So that in English is like Maplin, <laughs> I think. I just translated. I okay. just I, I make a wall of plasma screens and it'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, Daniel Gracia asks if you had to switch to other method. <laughs> I'm just reading this without really taking in which would be and why. Oh, uh, I would say Rue because it shows the most promise, uh, yeah. other than Friedrich. Because he, yeah. he also says, "Try pronouncing correctly my name." Can you type it somewhere in the chat? Um, I'll just spell it: D A N I E L Daniel, and then G R A C I A. Daniel Gracia, Gracia. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds like a Spanish name, but uh, yeah. Okay, Flan says, "What's your O S U exclamation mark name?" Oh. Someone plays Osu here? Apparently. Oh, nice! 
That's that's awesome. Um, I think I think he's from the UK as well. Yeah. Um, I play Osu is a, a music game where you click circles on sync with the music. Um, my name is Bacon, but replace the O with a U. So B A C U N. <laughs> I'm ranked. I'm ranked like one thousand four. 1,490 or something with a 1.6 billion points. So it's a lot of fun. Oh, you shook. Okay. Uh, Ranza asks, are you going to participate in Blind in the next competition you go to? Uh, the next Damn competition it. I'm going to go to is probably going to be my own, and I'm debating whether to have Blind or not because of schedule reasons. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. But if it's another person's competition... No, I'm being serious, though. Uh, if it's another oh, person's yeah, yeah. competition... Oh, I, yeah, I seriously believe you. You are so sarcastic right now. <laughs> but if it's someone else's competition that has blind, I'll do it. That's you heard you. Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. So um, Lorenzo Gutierrez says your birthday's on the same day as a big Cuban competition. What are your plans? I get wasted during the competition. Yeah, it's not <laughs> like you wouldn't go. It's my best present ever. Okay. Um, ben Whitmore says, how do you get the nickname Andrew if your given name's actually Chan? What's up? Um, how do you get your nickname Andrew? Oh, it's not really a nickname, it's your full name. My, uh, my English name. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was given it's to just me, it was name. given to me by, uh, a Korean pastor, uh, Andrew the Disciple, that's who I'm named after. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, last question. Uh, the Anon Kiba asks, you're out you're That's allowed three wishes of you. <laughs> I, just, I just stopped. I just gave up. Okay, you are allowed three wishes of your choice. What would they be? And it says they can't involve bacon. I just didn't in wish for infinite wishes. Number one. That's <laughs> that's my that's my. I'm assuming you can't wish for that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Number. One, I would, uh, I would wish for a wish that would give me, uh, any superpower I wanted. Right? So, you know, I could just think of like, I could shoot fire from my hands and then I can do it immediately. Would be cool. Yeah. And then I would w- wish I was, I had infinite money. It would kind of screw up the world market and, uh, you know, whatever. Not that much. Not if you just like buy a house and have a tidy living. What if I just invent like three trillion dollars into a company and then, you know? Yeah, but just don't. Then (laughs) (laughs) you're the only person who can mess it up, and you scared mess it up. So just don't mess it up. (laughs) What if I want to? All right. Anyway, you should be allowed to have money, at least not infinite money. No, no, that's a wish, though. He just said no bacon. (laughs) And then number three, um, 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 I don't know. What's what's left? Exactly. Um, I wish I was attractive to any chick, I guess. Yeah. So you just mean attractive? Oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Um, yeah, that's, those are my three. I think well, I pretty, I think it's pretty well thought out, yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's your quick fire questions for this week. Alright, that sounds good. And, uh, usually at the end of this, we start wrapping the show, but no. We got one more thing. <gasps> what? <laughs> so recently we started the uh, Suggest Ideas to Cubecast thread, and uh, we've actually um, 
you know, taken to heart a lot of the things you guys have been suggesting. So, um, you know, a lot of the guests you guys um, uh, mentioned were working on trying to get him on the show. Um, I don't think Jessica Friedrich is going to come on the show, but... Um, yeah. Uh, like, things like doing the quickfire questions fast. That was our best try, so that's one of the suggestions. Um, another one is, like, um, well, a puzzler. Like a weekly thing. So basically what the puzzler is going to be is like um, we're going to ask you a riddle or something to solve this episode. And next episode we're going to randomly choose out of all the correct answers and then give him a prize possibly. Yay. And um, the prize is yet to be um, decided. Uh, we got a potential sponsor in the lineup that is interested in donating some prizes and stuff so uh yeah uh stick around answer the questions hopefully you'll be chosen next week and here is the puzzler um it is not cubing related but uh, it's still fun i guess and here it is it's a little story i work in a small music store that specializes in, in stringed instruments we generally don't have many or any customers early in the day but one day recently, there was a fellow who walked in right at 11 a.m. when I opened the door for business. He bought a set of light gauge guitar strings and an assortment of flat picks and a few other things. The bill came to 13.59, including the sales tax. He opened his wallet and immediately began to apologize. He said, "Oh, I'm sorry. All I have is a $50 bill," implying that my cheesy little music store probably couldn't make change this early in the morning. No problem, I said as I grabbed the bill from his hand. I was a little suspicious, however, so I checked his $50 over carefully. It was legitimate. As I gave him his change, we each noticed something that made us both smile and say, Hey, that's kind of cool. The question is, what did we notice? Oh. And um, here's a hint. This is a typical cash register with normal currency in the United States. When I heard the answer to this question, I was like, oh, come on, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. And if you think you know the answer, send it to cubecast at gmail.com with the subject of the puzzler. Or you can go to cubecastpodcast.com, click on the puzzler link and submit your question and submit your answer. And we'll also have the question posted up there. And uh, yeah, uh, next week we'll choose the answer. And yeah, Tom, you there? Hello. Cool, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. I was yeah. just fading away while you're speaking about this puzzler. <laughs> I'm just so annoyed about what the answer is that I'm just. Uh, <laughs> completely... I'm not happy or whatever. Alrighty, and that's it for the show, I guess. Uh, next week is gonna be Jules Waffle Manilang, the Rue expert. It should be an interesting episode. You 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 won't have much fun when we're speaking about it, I imagine. Yeah, since you do Rue, he does Rue. Oh, God dang it. Um, <laughs> you guys are going to be like, oh, we're so good. Yeah, you guys are going to be. <laughs> okay. Fun of- Why are you making fun of us already? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> okay. Uh, the website, um, cubecastpodcast.com. Go there for everything about the show. Ask quick fire questions. Please, we are running low again. Um, we always need quickfire questions and um, please keep it to one or two sentences and put your real info in there because um, yeah 
Um, subscribe to the show on iTunes and Zune. Um, you can go to iTunes, search for our podcast. It'll be there. And uh, Zune, if you go to the website, there's directions for that too. And if you think the show is something cool and worth donating to, there is a donation button on the right side of the website. We do require money for um, website hosting and um, stuff like that. It, it actually costs a lot more money than you'd realize. Um, so if you think this is something worth investing in and you get a little uh, snippet to say something for the community uh, in the beginning of the show. So that's cool too. And um, yeah, anything else? Um, not that I could think. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to going lying down now after this. <laughs> Dude, it's like 7 for you. Seven. Yeah, bro, I'm tired. God dang it. Anyway, uh, that's it for the show, and uh, we'll see you next week. Yeah, catch you later. Uh, bye-bye.